Hello, it's Venice and welcome. I absolutely love this podcast. You know, sometimes I have friends who join me, sometimes I don't. At this point, we're going to have all kinds of conversations about life and different things. And I just really love the conversations that I get to have with friends and with you. So today it's you and I. Yeah. How's it going? I've really missed you. Yeah, I have. And I've been looking forward to this conversation. So I want to have, so, you know, I've been doing this challenge. I'm doing this, you know, uh, get unstuck, be unstoppable challenge, right? And, and this is a, a really part of my wheelhouse. Like I love this particular topic, right? In, in the realm of personal growth and development. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is like in the journey of getting unstuck, how critical it is that you have people around you who are like-minded. You know, I mean, honestly, I think most of the women that I coach, maybe like eight out of 10 of them, they don't really have like a strong support system for whatever reason. Um, It's very common for you know, women who are married that they're like, oh, my husband, he's just like, not really supportive. He's like, oh, whatever, or you don't need to do that or whatever, right? But it's, it's actually very common. Or another common um, thing that I find is that, you know, women, like their, their, their like home environment is just not very encouraging, which could include a husband or a spouse or children, right? Adult children or even friends. So it's just really common. And, you know, there are a couple of like ways you could see it. You know, I've met people who they're like, I don't really need friends. I don't need help. Uh, You know, I can do this on my own. And, And I respectful, I respectfully respect that view. Okay, I really do. Um, And I really want you to consider that we as human beings are designed to live, grow, and thrive in community. We're not really designed to do life alone and we're definitely not de- designed to live in isolation. And, you know, I really believe that part of the challenges that we experience in our current, like in society is, you know, people are kind of doing things on their own. And One of the reasons why I've always loved group coaching, you know, most of the work I do is actually in groups. I don't, I do very few like one-on-one coaching and I've, I've done that for a reason. Um, The biggest reason is because I've just found like when you get a group of women together and they're all up to stuff, oh, it's just like magical. It's really, really powerful. 
And one of the things that I find that's just, it's just beautiful is like when women come together and they're all challenged and they start talking, they realize, oh my God, I'm not the only one. (laughs) It's like, I had no clue. I felt like I was the only person dealing with this. And literally, it's so, it's like encouraging because women start to get, oh my God, I'm not the only one. And it's reassuring to know I'm not the only one. But the other thing that happens is the group and the women begin to be a support system for one for another, where they encourage one another, they share their experiences, and it becomes a place where uh, women can learn one from another. It's really, really beautiful. So I, I really believe that there is a place for community and finding the support that is going to really, really assist in forwarding what it is that that we're up to. Now, one of the things that um, there are like some things that kind of like get in the way of of people really being able to um, be connected to groups. And the number one thing that gets in the way is like past experience you know, um, when we have past experiences that are not that that like negative experiences and they're not like healed, uh, restored, we carry those experiences with us in the future. I, I had this one client, it's one of the most, like just a really clear example of what I'm talking about. I used to have this client and she was actually a part of a cult, right? And she had a very bad experience. Um, as you can imagine, anyone who's in a cult is, it's like never a good situation, right? And I remember we were having a conversation and I could hear like she was not healed. Like it was still incomplete for her. And the the distrust and of that experience. She, she'd not been, you know, restored in that area. And I remember I I asked her, you know, can I just make a suggestion, something for you to really consider? And she was like, sure. And I said, you know, this sounds like it's an area of your life where there's still some healing that needs to happen from what you're sharing. And I really invite you to, to really, um, consider giving yourself the room for, to, to really another layer of healing so that you can really be like in community. And I remember she kind of blew it off. I mean, because you know, she didn't see it that way. And I was like, well, no problem. Because, hey, as a coach, I'm not claiming to know everything. And I coach from what I hear people say. And I make suggestions and they're either going to take it or not. <laughs> That's kind of how coaching goes, right? In a nutshell. And, um, you know, fast forward, uh, maybe, I don't know how long it was, but she found she was in a situation where she experienced an upset in community, in group. She was not in the cult community. She left that cult community. And 
the incompletion and the hurt that had not been dealt with from what happened in the cult showed up in um, an upset she had in community. And it was really like hard for her. And it was like she was not able to really deal with the upset because she was really dealing with being taken advantage of or feeling as if she was taken advantage of. Like it occurred that way to her. And, you know, in the, in the situation, she was not being taken advantage of, but she felt like she was. And the reason why was because there was something from the past, a past experience that had not been dealt with, like healed. Like when we're healed from something, there can be another situation that happens. It kind of seems like it is. And we're able to distinguish and see that it's not. But whenever we're not healed and something seems like it's from what happened in the past, our brain is designed to say, oh, this is like from what happened in the past. And many times it really isn't, but our brain is perceiving as if it is. So then we kind of, we, we relive and we act from a past-based experience that's not really happening in the present moment. And this is actually, we, this actually is something we all do, guys. <laughs> like, I'm not just talking about this one person. At some point, we all have, like, what I call breaks in community or in groups. So for me, my break in group was when I was in middle school and I had two really good friends and I just loved them so much. They were, you know, female friends of mine at school. And I had this uh, incident that happened where I felt like they didn't want to include me. And so what I made up in my brain was that they never really wanted to be my friends and I didn't really belong in that group. And so I was hurt and I was, I mean, literally that moment when I was 11 was the moment that I literally killed off the possibility of being in relationship friends with women. So for many, many years from 11 all the way through my 30s, I never had female friends and I never was a part of like girlfriend groups. I was just like, it's not me. And it wasn't until my 30s, my mid 30s, that I realized that what was at the source of my inability to actually have friends that were women, like really powerful relationships, friend relationships with women, was what happened when I was 11. It was a blind spot for me. I never got healed. I never like looked at what happened and what, what did my brain make up? What was the brain, the decision that my brain made about that incident? And so I just kept reliving it over and over. Well, in my case, I refused to relive it. I just would not allow myself to get close to females. I did not, was, had no interest in friends. All my friends were men. I felt more comfortable with men who were friends versus women. Um, I remember just being like, I, girl, women are too dramatic. They're too, they're like a lot of issues with women. Those were things that I said. And it, what was the root of it was, I was like, that's not safe. I'm not going to do that. 
So I really want you to look for yourself. What's your relationship to groups? What's your relationship to female groups? Do you find that in groups you're not able to really allow yourself to be connected to that group? Are you one of those people who's always in the, you know, they, I call them like in the background. You have women in groups and they never really contribute. They don't say anything. They're more like the observers and they're just questioning and like all that, right? assessing. Maybe that's how you are in groups. Maybe you're like, girl, I don't have time for that. I have no interest for that. May, that's what I'm talking about. That attitude. There's some, why, so you may be like, how can you say that, Fadis? I'm saying it because fundamentally, as human beings, we are designed to do life in community. So if you find yourself justifying or not needing groups or community, I'm inviting you to really Take a look under the hood, as they say, and consider that there's probably something underneath the hood that you can't see, that you're not free to be in community. Or maybe you are in a community, but you hide out. You're like not able to actually be yourself and speak and contribute to that community. You can be in a community and still be invisible. It's still the same thing. My case was more like, I'm not even going there, but plenty of people are like, they just kind of like are there and they're like, I don't have anything to say or whatever. But I promise you something to look at. There's something that happened where you had a break in your, the ability to be free, to be you in groups. And it's definitely worth exploring and looking at. If you're unclear, you might want to ask women in your community, like, how do I, do you think I have a challenge being in groups? Now, if you don't have any women that you can even ask that question to, that's more of what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't have any women I could go to. I'm like, what? Right? Or if you're in community and you're like, I'm not sure. You probably are. I mean, it's not really hard because you're in your experience. Okay. But you could always, you know, ask a friend, you know, how do I come across in community? You know? And it's worth really looking at. And if there is something for you, like where you're just really stuck, I invite you to really just take a look at what did happen. What happened in my past? What was the break um, in my ability to be free, to be me in groups? And I invite you to really question, you know, like, is that really true? For me, it was like, girls are not safe. It's not a good idea to be friends with girls. That's kind of like the big overall theme in my relationship with women, right? And my ability to be friends with women. And none of it was true. None of it was true. I actually had one friend in college and she was such an awesome friend and she no longer wanted to be my friend. And deep down, I knew, she told me, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And she told me why. It was because I used to be an emotional hot mess. And she was like, I just, it's so stressful being your friend, Venice, because you do self-destructive things. And I, 
I, it affects me because I, I'm concerned for you. And I knew she was right. I knew she was right. Deep down, I was like, she's so right. But I was so in my own mess. I could not hear the commitment behind her words. What I said when she was telling me this is, see, that's how women are. They're crappy. They don't really care. I literally brought my incident from age 11 into, I think I was 23 or 24 at this point when I'm having this conversation. And, and it was the right thing for her to do because I was a funky hot mess. I used to do very self-destructive things that if you were my friend, you'd be really deeply concerned about my safety. What the heck is this woman doing? I was a mess in my 20s. And yet, while she did that out of real love and care, I perceived it like she really was not a friend. And it was just more evidence why women friends is never, ever a good thing. And it was just more evidence. And then in my thirties, by divine intervention in my thirties was a real, like it began like eight years when I turned 30 of real like growth and transformation and, and the creator of the universe in his love for me, helped me see that it, what really happened and what was driving my relationship with women was that what happened at 11. And I was literally able to see it and break agreement with the lie that I was in agreement with that being friends with women was not a good idea. Girls are not safe. I, I just like, that's not true. It's not true that that is the case. And it really became the turning point. I really was able to be open to being connected with other women. And it's been years now since that happened. I mean, it's been about 10 years now. And I've seen this beautiful, like just um, like a journey of being able to allow women in my life, allow women to contribute to me. Uh, I've, I've been able to be very vulnerable with women. Uh, I, I don't have a ton of female friends, but I have a handful and I have been able to bear my soul with those women and just be so open and so vulnerable and the contribution that they are to my life is so incredible. And, and I, I can't get that with men. It's not the same. It's just different, right? Men and women are just different. And now I see it's such a gift to have female friends. So my friend today, wherever you find yourself in your relationship to being in group, in community, I invite you to look under the hood, as they say, and take a look and see what is there for you. And I invite you to journal, write it down. And if you find it's like just negative or like, is it true? Whatever your view is, I invite you to really question that. And if it's an untrue thing that you're believing, like for me, it was, you know, girls are not safe. I invite you to break agreement with that and give yourself, the creator of the universe wants you to be free. I invite you to forgive if that is necessary, forgive yourself, forgive people who have contributed to 
the formation of that lie. And I invite you to really give yourself the gift of being willing and open to receiving new people into your life space, into your journey and watch what happens. I'm not saying magically your life is going to be different. I'm not saying magically women are going to show up. What I am saying that it is going to make a difference and it's for you to discover the difference that begins to be seen and shown up in your life. All right. So I've, and this is such a, like a, it's something I've gone through, but it's in coaching and in when we talk about the journey of being unstuck and being unstoppable, being able to have people in your life so makes a difference. And I invite you to get connected in some way, shape or form. I mean, I love the group, you know, in this challenge, I have the unstoppable group, right? Uh, the challenge. So there's daily communication happening. There's the Monday Facebook lives on the Venice and friends page. Those are forms, ways to get connected, right? Take advantage of those things. Get into a coaching group. Um, it really is an instrumental part of our personal growth and our journey. So until next time, I will see you then. I just have a wonderful day and I've just really enjoyed this conversation with you. Okay, bye. Bye.